Blog Talk Radio. Ignite your life with passion and purpose. Your health, your wealth, your happiness. Make it good. This is Modern Love with Dr. Brenda Wade. A big thank you to Rainbow Grocery, our favorite grocery store here in the San Francisco Bay Area, for being our sponsor, because a healthy body is a sexy body. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Modern Love Radio Podcast. So great to be with you again, and I have a question for you. Are you leading a rock star life? Now, what does that mean? Haven't you ever wondered how singers like Madonna or Britney Spears, who, let's face it, they're hot, they have big followings, but they're not like super talented. They don't have a Whitney Houston voice or anything like that, but they still made it. And then we've got the old one-hit wonders who were talented but never broke out. What makes the difference? And maybe... If we all knew how people became rock stars and truly, truly lived all their potential, maybe we could all replicate that kind of success. So I want to introduce our guest tonight, Dana Steele, who spent more than 20 years in radio interviewing some of the world's really great rock stars and other celebrities And she asked them about their secrets to success. Now, we all want success secrets. I know you want those success secrets. So Dana is with us tonight, and she's going to share a lot about what she's learned. Okay, Dana, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Oh, my goodness. Now, this is an interesting thing, interviewing people who are celebs and rock stars, asking about their secrets, and I know you spent most of your life either on a microphone or on stage. You've worked with all kinds of people, including Hall of Fame, rock radio personalities, et cetera. Now, who are some of the people that you interviewed that you would say, wow, this was like the best moment or the biggest moment? Oh, my God. You know, and it, and it was more than just interviewing. It was just being around them and spending time with them. Sammy Hagar, who went on to be in Van Halen and you know, Mick Jagger and the Rolling Stones and Gene Simmons of Kiss. I spent 20-plus years in rock and roll privy privy to the backstage business um, ethics of these guys and women, very few women, but a few of them, and really noticed what they were doing and and kept an eye on it. And, And pretty much, Dr. Brenda, from what... I learned from them and then in business is the people that succeed pretty much have the same work ethic. And, yeah. you know, I love the name of your show. It's Modern Love. And and what I try to tell people is the people that succeed in business are no different from the people who succeed in love and relationships and business, whatever. It's the yeah. same basic foundation. Well, you have a point there. So, Dana, tell us a little more about you and what led you to be 
on the stage and on the microphone and hanging out with the sex, drugs, and rock and roll <laughs> bad boys, ne- some of them. Well, those are the stories I'll never tell, Dr. Brenda. Okay. <laughs> it was funny when I was listening to your intro, I had this great memory of we used to do these broadcasts in the 80s um, during Grammy week where it'd be like 12 radio stations in one room and we'd all be interviewing all these celebrities. And I don't know, just the title of your show made me think about the day I had an interview at one of these events with Dr. Ruth. And oh, I remember, remember Ruth. Oh, my you remember God, Dr. I used to do a lot Ruth? of work yeah. with her. <laughs> and she was so fascinating to the point you forgot you were live on the radio with her and you were starting to tell her all your secrets. <laughs> all right. She was, she was great. Amazing, I remember but, you know, meeting her the first time, and she was tiny, tiny, tiny. Yeah, tiny. she was like four feet tall. She was amazing. Literally four feet tall, and she looked up at me, and she said, and I'm very tall. I'm like 5'9". She looked up at me and said, gee, you're taller than you look on TV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was a I character. Was she was great. a character. <laughs> but you know what I learned, Dr. The Brenda, woman that all these people? Arsenio Hall, How to Save Vagina. There you go. I know, I know. She would say, I mean, she's literally, she's, when, it, it's so surreal when she was sitting across the table from you going, well, how was his penis? <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I mean, it. you forget you're on the radio and you're just answering this little woman. You're answering all her questions. Yeah, grandma's inter- interviewing you about your sex life. <laughs> Great. So what uh, but, led you to this life? How did you get into all of this? You know, I graduated early from high school and went to college when I was 16. And, you know, I don't think anybody knows what they want to really do at 16, but I, I just knew I was going to I was going to be a doctor. I was actually going to be a, a psychiatrist and save the world. And I started out pre-med and realized I hated science and that was not going to work. And um, I met a DJ from the rock station in the little college town I was in, and he was so cute, Dr. Brenda. He was so There you go. Cute boy does it every time. (laughs) I wanted a date, and I ended up at a party with him, and he was, you know, looking back, I think he was making fun of the radio station they were building at at the university at the time. But I thought if I audition for the radio station, he'll ask me out. And I did, and he never asked me out. But for the next 22 years, I was in radio. There was just something about the minute I put those headphones on, I was home. I had this, it was, you know, I always, I always felt like a geek. I always felt bullied. I never felt like the pretty girl. I was never in the in-group. And there was something about when you put on the headphones in a little room, you could create your own persona. Mm. And and I became Dana Steele, the DJ, with this really deep voice, which I've always had. And people, I, you know, I became cool on the air. Off the air, I was still not cool. But on the air, <laughs> in that room, I know. I, that I, you is know, it was so just, interesting. Now, were either of your parents in entertainment? How did you end Oh, gosh, no. My dad was an insurance salesman and then in real estate, and my mom played tennis and eventually got into the jewelry business. Huh. So Interesting. So, Dana, what 
are these? You say there are five things that successful artists have in common. And I love this, that you're now the chief tipster for your daily com. And everybody, you want to write that down? Chief tipster for your daily com. So what are those top five things successful artists have in common? Well, the first thing is is you get up early. And, oh, my gosh, you would be amazed at how many people want to argue with me. I remember when I first – this all came, Dr. Brenda, from an article I wrote for Fast Company magazine, and it was mm-hmm. the five things you need to do for success. And the sheer number of grown adults who wanted to argue with me on number one, which is get up early. Huh. Now, how um, early is early? You know, I wake up between 4.30 and 5 without an alarm, but I'm not normal. <laughs> no, that's I, not normal. That is not I normal. I will confirm wait. that for you, Dana. We will talk after the show. I can help you. <laughs> but I just, I can't wait to get up and attack the day. But I tell people, you, you've got to get up before your competition. You've got to get up before your customers. You've got to get up before your clients. So you can stretch, you can exercise, you can eat breakfast, you can drink water, you can read the news. And what can... time do you go to bed? This is crucial. I need to know this. I am talking to you right now, and it is so past my bedtime. <laughs> I, you know what? I probably fall asleep. My son's sitting My 16-year-old son is sitting here right now while I'm doing the interview. I would say I probably fall asleep on the couch trying to watch TV with him between 8.30 and 9.00. Okay, now this starts to make more sense. So those of us who go to bed after midnight are not going to be up between four and five. All right. But you know what? I tell people it doesn't matter what time you you get up in the morning as long as you get up before the competition. Now, Dana, how well, did you hang with the rock and rollers and go to bed at eight? I, You know, I just, I, I've been, always been one of those people that just bounds out of bed. I just, I can't wait to get up and attack the day. And it was a lot easier in my 20s to stay up all night and then get up in the morning. Um, it's not as easy these days, but mm. I just think you have to get up. And I, I remember in my early 20s, my best friend, we would go to the clubs at night and then say on a Saturday I, I would be up by 9 or 10 on a Saturday, and she would sleep till 2, and it would just drive me crazy because there's just so much you're missing in the day. <laughs> I'm right. just one of those okay, irritating so the first people thing is that get up early. Up. What's number two? Um, watch the news. Read the news. Um, there's no excuse. You can watch an entire pass of the today, uh, you know, today's news on CNN um, or on your phone or whatever. How can you know what's trending? How can you know what's happening in the world? How can you know what people want or need if you're not watching the news? I get That's one of the things that the first thing I do every morning when I get up, 4.30, 5 o'clock, I get a cup of coffee, I sit down, I turn on the news, and then I look at Twitter, I look at Facebook, I look at Mashable, I look at the AP Wire, I look at CNN, I look at my local news station. Before I ever write the day's tip, I look to see what what is important to people today. Um, Interesting. Now, of course, I have to chime in here, and I always tell people, don't start your day with the news and don't end your day with the news because 
you want to start your day with some positive affirmations, meditation, something to set a really positive energy going. Well, you know, then, you want to know what I do to start my day? I, I get up at I get up at that ridiculous hour, and I stretch for twenty minutes. Mm. It's a it's a combination stretch, meditation, yoga there that I've taught myself over the years. And then I do some light weights, and th- and then I get my coffee. All right, so now the truth comes out. You do start with stretching, meditation, and yoga. Everyone, please know the truth because it's important. It is important. When we wake up, how we start the day is how the day is going to go and how you end your day. There's no such thing as sleep, everyone. How you end your day, end it again with your meditation, something that is affirmative and positive. So your subconscious We'll work on that at night. So now we're going to watch the news, read the news, and what's number three? Contact somebody that you haven't talked to in a long time. Um, It may be a friend. It may be a business associate. Um, Just get in touch with one person every day that you haven't talked to in ages. You can call them. You can send them an email, a text, whatever, and just say, hey, how are you? And and find out really what are they working on. Don't talk about you. Talk about them. How are you? What are you doing? What can I do to help? Every single day. Um, uh, I can't remember his name right now. The head of Paramount Studios years ago, back when they did Top Gun and had all these hits, every morning when he would sit down at his desk, back when we had a Rolodex, He would pull out his Rolodex. He would, at random, pull out five names and numbers and call these people and talk to them and say, how are you? Just thinking about you. What are you working on? What can I do to help? Hmm, that's great. What can I do to help? That's rare. Yeah, and what's really cool, and, and, well, first of all, what's really important is follow through on whatever you offer to help with. Yeah, absolutely. Be a person of your word and live with integrity. Yeah. Yes, but you have no idea what network you've just opened. You have no idea who these people know or what they're working on, and all of a sudden you're back in their life. I I love that. I try to. That is a great one. It's true because in this world, some people are shy about asking for help, and when somebody actually offers. It's really a treat. So I like that. And they remember you. They remember you. So keep rolling. What do we got on number four? Because I want all four of these. I'm taking notes and I hope Um, everybody else is too. Okay, so get up early, watch the news, check in with an old friend. Contact someone you haven't talked to in a long time. Send something to somebody who can give you money. It may be an invoice. It may be something you promised to send. Or it may be as simple as, um, for example, I used to do a lot of crisis communication for large corporations. And I did it with one particular company here in Houston. So every time I would see a crisis in the news, every once in a while I would send it to the person I worked with and said, did you work on this? Or, oh, my gosh, look at their response. Or how would you have handled this? 
send something to somebody every day that can give you money. It can be an invoice. It can be an article or something. But then they remember you, and the next thing you know, you're getting hired. Yeah, I get it. I get it. So you're sending an article, an invoice, or some info they can use. If you get up every morning early and you read the news, you're going to read articles that make you think about people you've worked with in the past, and you can send that article to them and say, this made me think about the time we worked on the XYZ project. And the next thing you know, they're hiring you for their next project. Great. Now the last tip, number five, rolling into the home stretch. An old-fashioned thing my mom, my late mom taught me, write a handwritten thank you note to everybody who does anything for you. Whether mm. it's a, a job interview or an introduction or my husband and I just recently started investing in, of all things, Broadway musicals. We were at the world premiere of one of our musicals this weekend. I sent handwritten thank you notes to all of our friends who came to see it. Oh, I mean, just great. write handwritten thank you notes. Now, these are great tips, and you learn these from rockers? From rock stars. Wow. From rock now, stars. What is People it? Like, Why do you say Mick Jagger is a brilliant economist? He was. He actually went to the London School of Economics. He is get out. I never brilliant. Knew that. Yeah. In fact, he was kicked out of school for riding his motorcycle through the library. Now <laughs> <laughs> well, that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> uh, Mick Jagger fired the manager of the Rolling Stones, and I think it was 1971. And he has managed the band ever since. They're a billion-dollar Fortune 500 company. Oh, doesn't doesn't surprise me at all. They are their yeah. own huge brand and their own huge enterprise. And he knows where every penny's going. Sammy Hagar knows where every penny's going. Gene Simmons of Kiss knows where every penny's going. The ones that have succeeded realize it's not just the glamour of show business. It's business. So and you've got to whatever do what you're business doing takes. in business and know where every penny's going. Good advice. Now, I'm intensely curious, what is the quality that Taylor Swift and Justin Timberlake have that makes them so popular? Because you can't say they're great singers. Well, actually, Taylor and Justin are. They're think great so? performers. They're great singers. They They engage with their audience. They're very involved in their business. If you look at the if you look at the artists that have not done so well or that have failed, if you really dig deep, you'll see they are not involved in the business. Mm. They don't know how the business works. Britney Spears does not know how the business works. Thank God she has her father who stepped in and has saved her. Um Madonna and I always get a hate mail after I say this, but Madonna can't sing. I mean, I sing as well as Madonna. Oh my God! But but she okay. is a so from your a, perspective, Taylor and Timberlake are good singers, and more importantly, they're involved in the business. Taylor Swift knows how to work a crowd. She knows how to work a crowd. She knows how to work the media. She knows how to work the business. Um, and it doesn't hurt to have a dad who, you know, was in a rich business to begin with, but. 
Taylor has really worked it. Uh, you work your network. You work it all. Yeah. Now, moving down the list here, I have a question about Ashton Kusher. Am I saying his, right, his name right? I never get it right. Ashton Kusher, yeah. He's a brilliant businessman. Okay. So what does he say about working that you think everyone should heed? He has some incredible videos. I think they're from, they're not from, maybe they're from the MTV Music Awards. I don't know. I can't remember. But he he really speaks about work ethic. You you have to get you know you have to do great quality you have to you have to do what you say you're going to do you have to follow through and you have to follow through with incredible quality and and Brenda that's just something that most people don't want to do is success takes hard work it takes follow through it takes hard work. It takes consistency, and I would say consistency is probably one of the number one things people don't want to do. I get up every morning, Monday through Friday, at you know, and write your daily success tip at 6 a.m. There are some days I wish I had called it your weekly success tip so I didn't have to do it every day. <laughs> yes. But I've done it every day for more than two years, and it has paid off. I have sponsors. I'm a spokesperson. It sells books. It sells speeches. And and quite honestly, I love what I do. I love getting up and finding the day's tip. But it's consistency, and most people to do that, Brenda. So everybody needs to sign on now. And I'm going to give everyone a vote of confidence. You do want to do this. You do want to be consistent. You do want to be successful. So you are going to take these five things that Dana has shared that you need to do every day, get up early, after you do your stretching, your yoga, your meditation, your prayers, whatever it is, start the day on a positive spiritual note, and watch the news, contact someone you haven't been in touch with, Send out something to someone who could now or eventually give you money and write a handwritten thank you note for anyone who does anything for you. So all of that being said, I'm just going to put it out there. Anybody who's got questions for the cheap tipster for your daily success tip.com, Dana Steele, you can call and Brenda, it I have to add, you have, I have to add. Hold on, let me get the phone number. Just a sec, let me get out the phone number so people can call in if they want. 347-989-0776. That's 347-989-0776. We have time for a couple of quick questions. Or hit me back on Facebook, Dr. Brenda Wade, or on Twitter, Dr. Brenda Wade, and we will take your question. All right, Dana, go right ahead. I was going to say, I always challenge people, do this for 30 days. Don't argue with me about getting up early. Don't argue. Just do it for 30 days. And at the end of 30 days, if I'm wrong, I'll send you a free book. <laughs> and I haven't had to send a book yet. Okay, so in 30 days, what can people expect to see in their lives that is different? Um, they 
feel better. They have and Dana, a positive the sound is going attitude. out just a little bit. Can you get closer to the mic for me, please? Can you hear me now? Got it. Okay. I just I think people will feel more positive about their futures. They will see they're starting to hear they're starting to have more opportunities. Um, it just makes a difference. Brenda, you talk about this. Just the mere fact of getting up every morning and doing a positive affirmation. Mine happens to be yoga and stretching and meditation. Some people it could be just having a cup of coffee on their back patio, looking at the trees, whatever. Just get yeah, up. But being in nature and, is a fabulous meditation. I definitely sign on to that one. It's a fabulous Yeah, so meditation. just get up and very do something. very calming. You know, I've never understood people that just get up and fly out the door late. It's like, get up an hour earlier then. Just there's something about my quiet time in the morning that makes such a huge difference. It does make a difference. And I will say, you know, I was at a a luncheon today uh, down at Stanford Medical School where we were listening to some of the latest research. And, of course, they were looking at regenerative medicine and how stress shortens your life because it shortens the telomeres in the genes, which is a thing that leads to every kind of breakdown in the body and in the mind you can think of. And if we meditate, we lower our stress. Not only that, I believe there is an energy greater than ourselves, and we connect with that. So we make room for all of this wonderful help. And we've got a question here. Okay, hang tight. Okay, who's okay. the most successful one-hit wonder that you've ever met? And thank you for that oh, question. One. That's from Jake. One-hit wonder. Rob, uh, yeah, that, you know, no one has ever asked me that question. The most okay. successful one-hit wonder would be Rob Junkless, who wrote the song, a hit song that I don't remember who did it, Again, but it was called Walking in Memphis. Hmm. That's a song I don't was know. A, he was a one-hit wonder, but it's an amazing song, and he was a great guy. And the last I looked him up a few weeks or a few months ago when I was in, um, I think Nashville, and he's like teaching science or something now. But oh my god! But he Walking wrote a hit Memphis. song. Yeah. Interesting. Another question. Okay, we've got another question. Thank you, audience. Keep them coming. And this question came in via Facebook, and the question is, I have to just make this out. Give me a second. It's, oh, okay, the show is about love. Dana, have you got any love advice? Communicate. Communicate. Now, what do you mean when you say communicate? My oldest son, we were out to dinner one night, and he said, you're my, he was actually my stepson, and he said, you're my only parent who's never been divorced. What do you attribute that to? And, of course, I freaked out and said, oh, my God, you're going to propose to your girlfriend. I said, communicate. Whether it's good or bad or you're going to fight or whatever, if you're, if you're happy, if you're unhappy, if you want to talk about the news or whatever, Charlie, who I refer to as Wonder Husband, Wonder Husband and I talk all day long, every night, every morning we talk. We constantly talk, and sometimes we don't agree, and sometimes we argue, and sometimes we fight. 
but we constantly communicate. If one of us so isn't happy with the other one, you're staying connected. We constantly communicate. All right. So keep all those doors open. And I will say, you know, in all of my classes and seminars, one of the first things I ask people who come in to our, our love seminars is how many times a day do you reach out to the person you care about? Because every time we withhold communication, we're putting a brick in a wall. And it is better to talk about it. Now, of course, there are skills. You know, I teach the five A's and the five C's and these different skills so you can communicate skillfully. But it is important to find a way to talk about whatever is on your mind, on your heart, to stay connected. It's about connecting. So I'm so glad you said that. That's good advice, Dana. Hold on, because another question just came in. Let me just pull this one up for you. One second. It says While you're doing that, I'm going to say we we talk or text six times a day. Okay, hold on, because I want to get this last question in, because we're running short on time. I've lost my job. What would you suggest I do to get back on my feet? A friend of mine just wrote my new favorite book. It's called Promote, and it's by Rick Gillis, and it's learn how to tell people what your worth is. What do you bring to the company? What do you bring to the table? Anytime you can tell people what's in it for them, don't tell them how great you are. Tell them how great you're going to make them. Tell them how Mm -hmm. great you're going to make their company. If you can figure out a way to tell people what you bring to them or their company, they will hire you in a second. All right. So that's for the person who just lost their job. Sorry, they didn't give a name. Figure out how to promote yourself. And I would say write down the qualities that you have that you know are wonderful qualities that you bring and figure out how somebody else can make use of those in their business or their office or wherever it is you're going. Dana Steele, Chief Tipster at your com. She's consistent. She's at it every morning. When you read her tips, you know she wrote them at 6 in the morning, so they've got to be good. So check her out. And, Dana, you also recently wrote a book on surviving Alzheimer's with friends, Facebook, and a really big glass of wine. So that's another one we'll have to have you back to talk about that, my dear, because that is something that so many of us are dealing with, with parents or with elders in our lives. So Dana Steele, thank you so much for joining us, and rock on. All right, next week, everybody. Thank you, Rock On. Thanks for having me. Thank you. My pleasure. Next week, everybody, tune in because we're going to talk with Zanet Pallet about sexual pleasure now. Big thank you to our producer, LeGrand Green, our associate producer, Cliff Dunning, and to all of you, our modern love listeners. Much love to you. Blessings. Oh, 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 oh,